Welcome everybody to episode number two of King's Code Radio, where this is the home of Christian businessmen and leaders that have big dreams, big goals, big desires. And so that is why today we are going to be talking about vision. Now I understand that this is a topic uh, that's been covered a lot. And it's so stinking important. Like I can't even stress how important having vision is not just in one area, but in every area of life. In fact, it's so important that those of you that have the King's Code map or the King's Code success map, you'll know that vision is the second step in that map. Now, if you're not too sure what I'm talking about, you can go to successmap.kingscode.org. That's not, there's no WWWs in there. It's just successmap.kingscode.org. Dot org, and you can download your own success map for free. Uh, no strings attached. It actually comes with a bonus video training as well. But in that step, or in in the steps, and the reason why actually let me back up. The reason why there's steps to begin with was this was something that I have lived out, walked out, and put together because this is what I found worked during a very very difficult period of time. Now, if you listen to episode one, uh, I kind of dive into what that difficult period of time was. And this is one of the end results that came from that difficulty. Uh, After pursuing God and asking him for a miracle, which I desperately needed, uh, he laid out this roadmap. And this is ultimately what is the King's Code uh, success map. And so getting to step number two, it is vision. And the reason why this is on the success map is because vision is beyond important. And, and I'll give you a couple reasons why. If you, uh, um, and actually, most of you know the Bible verse of Proverbs 29, 18. You've heard it quoted, you've heard it taught on, you've heard it preached on, I'm sure, where it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. And I believe that this is so true, not just in the grand scheme of things, but in every area of life. If you don't have a vision of what the end result is you're going for, you're never going to know what steps to take in order to get there. And this is why it's so critically important in every area of life that you uh, seek God and that you get vision from Him. Because we can come up with our own stuff, I I get it, and uh, and we can call it God, but ultimately if we're not taking the time to pray and seek God, uh, it's kind of pointless. And so you have to have a vision for your marriage, for your business, for your finances, for your family, for your health. You have to, you have to, because where there is no vision, not only do the people perish, but the projects perish. Inside a business, if you've ever been on a team of people, whether it's your own employees, coworkers, whatever the case may be, if you don't know where you're going, if the if the vision was never cast by the by the management, or if you yourself have not cast the vision for your team, you're doing your team a great disservice. Because your team is there to help you and they want to help you. But when there is no vision, they don't know what the end result is. So therefore, they don't understand the steps to get there. And then most often when there is no vision, it's taking this shotgun approach rather than the laser-focused sniper approach where you know you're you're zeroed in on what it is you're going after. I recently, uh, talking with a CEO, I I kind of gave this analogy, was you got to tell your team what you're hunting. Because it's kind of like being put out in a field and saying, or a forest, and and knowing that you have to hunt something, but not being told what you need to hunt. 
you know, you, are we hunting deer? Are we hunting turkey, bear, elk? I mean, what, what are we hunting? Because if we don't know, we might then get, we might hunt something, we might but it doesn't mean we're going to hunt the thing that we were actually supposed to get. And therefore, we did not get the end result that we should have. All because we didn't know. So I hope I hope that analogy makes sense, whether you're a hunter or not. Um, you know, I hope that makes sense because that's ultimately what it is. When I say shotgun approach, you know, the shotgun, when you shoot a shotgun, it's there's a wide spray. But with a laser focus kind of sniper focus thing you're looking through that scope and it blocks out all the other distractions and you got the you got your target in the crosshairs and you know what you are supposed to hit well you know what the target is and so if in business if you don't have that target it is going if you don't have that vision and that target you are going to produce chaos frustration stress and you're going to wear your team out all because there was no vision cast. So when it's when the Bible says that there is no or where there is no vision, the people perish. It is so true because projects will get destroyed and results will never happen. All because you don't know where you're supposed to get to. If you, as the CEO, as the founder of your company, cannot create a vision for your company and be able to uh, articulate to your staff where we're going, what we're doing, what we're about, who we're, who we're going after. Again, you're doing you and your team a huge disservice and slowing down momentum and productivity within your business. Now, take that, that same verse of Proverbs 29, 18, and apply it now to your marriage and your family. If you don't know what your marriage is supposed to look like, if you don't have that end result of, of, of what you know, the marriage and what the relationship is supposed to look like, you will never know if you're making steps towards that thing or not, and you will settle for average. As, as I kind of uh, told in, in episode one, uh, you know, I went through some extreme marital difficulties, and, and you may be dealing with the exact same thing, and it sucks. But it wasn't until during this period of time when, when God gave me this, this roadmap, and I think from right in episode one, I kind of gave the weird, weird example of one of the things that just felt like uh, things were being downloaded into me, where I, I got to, I had these pictures, these mental pictures of what my marriage was supposed to look like, what it should have been and never was. And I, and I used the example of, <laughs> I had this weird desire to just take my wife on a date and go play miniature golf. We've never done that before. At, at, at that point in time, we had never done that before. And what a bizarre thing to want to do, especially in the circumstances uh, of, of her not being in the picture at that moment in time. You know, uh, she, she had left. And so... Uh, if it's important to understand that we have to know what it's supposed to look like, because if I don't know what it's supposed to look like, I will never be able to maintain that standard or that thing. I won't be able to produce, uh, uh, results to get to that end result. Does that make sense? So, uh, you know, it's interesting how the human mind works for the majority of people. We don't uh, uh, think or, or, uh, imagine and think in, in words, we think in pictures. So if I say car, you're not thinking C A R, uh, you're thinking of a car. You might be thinking of your car. You might be thinking of your dream car <laughs> that you may be working towards whatever it may be, but you're thinking of a, of a picture of a car. If I say dog, you're not thinking D O G you are thinking of a dog. 
Uh, maybe it's your childhood dog. Maybe it's a dog you have now. Maybe it's a dog you want to get rid of, <laughs> whatever it may be. But you, you're thinking in pictures. And that is why it, it, the imagination is a gift from God. Because he can speak to you through that. And far too often, I think we, we discount that. And that's why the Bible talks about holding every thought captive and casting down vain imaginations. But what about the good, not vain imaginations? See what I'm saying? Because God has put things inside of you, dreams and desires and pictures. And, and if you're just starting out in your entrepreneurial journey, you, you have this, this, co- this core desire to do something. And, and if you don't have uh, extreme clarity then you can seek the Lord and find that. If you already know what the end result is supposed to look like, that's awesome. It's kind of the same thing with, we'll take health as, as one more example, and then we'll move on. But if you don't know what the goal is of going to the gym, and, and maybe your goal is just to get healthier, but you don't have a picture of, of what does that look like? Uh, you know, am I going to go compete on stage? Am I trying to lose weight, gain weight? What, what, am, I, what am I trying to do? And you don't have that picture Again, you're never going to really understand or know what steps you need to take and if you are making the right steps to attain the end result. Now, I know I'm kind of being redundant and using, it's the same, it's the same principle, just in different areas of life. And so you have to be able to know what the end result is. Otherwise, you will never get there and it will, it will lead to frustration, disappointment, and stress, all those things that slow us down as entrepreneurs. And we have this huge advantage being followers of Christ to say, I have the word of God. I have the ultimate success guide. <laughs> and, and I can get my direction from the creator of heaven and earth. I don't care about the universe. I'm talking to the creator of the universe. You know what I'm saying? What an awesome example that is. And it's a shame of of so many Christian entrepreneurs and business owners and CEOs and so forth that I talk to that kind of compartmentalize God and they have God in the God box, but then they have their business box and they never touch. Ultimately, we got to break down those walls and allow God in every area, in every box. So as we continue on this conversation of vision, I hope by now you understand the importance of it. (laughs) But Ned, what do you do when you have it? What do you do when you have the vision? Because again, it is easy now, and it's kind of scary easy of of how easy it is to, or it's, it's scary easy to forget what the vision is. It's, it's scary easy on, on how we get distracted by shiny objects and new strategies and new techniques and new, 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 all this other stuff that usually is time wasters. Because if you have the vision and you keep it in front of you, then you know, hey, that is a distraction or no, that actually complements the direction we're going. And that's why in Habakkuk 2.2, it says, uh, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain upon tables uh, that he may run that readeth it. Now that was King James. Amplified says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and engrave it so plainly upon tablets that everyone who passes may be able to read it easily and quickly as he hastens by. 
And I love that because now I'm not trying to take scripture out of context or anything or or, uh, uh, not acknowledge what's happening in this time. What I'm saying is these are biblical principles that we should be applying and it would be foolish not to apply in our own areas of life. Because God created us. He knows how our brains work. He knows how our souls are. So he understands the importance of keeping it in front of us. Just like we're not supposed to read the Bible once. Just like we're not supposed to just read a couple verses and say, hey, I'm good. No, no, we're supposed to continue to be in the word, be in the word, be in the word, renew our mind, be in the word, because we have to keep it in front of us. And so the same is true with the vision that God has put inside of you. Now, what this principle is saying is, Write it down, make it plain, make it so stinking plain that even if you're passing by in a hurry, you can see that thing and it reminds you exactly where you're going. And that way you can use that as a measuring rod and you can use that as boundaries to say, "Uh, no, this strategy, this technique, this direction is not lining up with the end result. And so I can say no to those things and then embrace those things and accept those things that complement and, and will help propel me forward in that direction to the end result. I hope this is making sense, guys. So you have to. You have to be able to uh, write it down. And so here's, here's a little challenge for you guys. If you don't have a clear vision on what your marriage is supposed to look like, what your walk with God is supposed to look like, what your business and finances is supposed to look like, what your health is supposed to look like, what your relationship with each one of your kids is supposed to look like, then you have a little assignment. <laughs> and, you, and ultimately, guys, in all honesty, you have the responsibility as a king to rise up unto the king of kings and seek his counsel and say, what is the direction? What is the end result? What's it look like? Give me a picture. Give me something that I can hold on to and make it so plain. Like, for example, if I want an awesome marriage instead of an average marriage, then I need to do things that aren't so average. And as I've said in other trainings, when when I won my wife back and got her back, I it was extreme, extreme measures. And those, those extreme times called for extreme measures. And so this date night once a month crap was dumb. And, and as far as I was concerned, I was saying, no, 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 I'm going on two date nights a week because this is a priority. And one of those date nights is going to be for communication and growing uh, uh, just that whole communication that we had never had. The other date was to do something fun, to just learn how to have fun with each other and to grow and that foundation of friendship. And that's why we started doing things we had never done. Go out and shoot. Go out and, and play miniature golf. Go get coffee. Go work out together. Go do uh, uh, just, what was what was one of the weird things that we did? Not weird, but what was, um, oh, I'm trying, uh, we, we've done other things that's just kind of out of the box that, uh, that we had just never really thought about doing before. Uh, we're going to actually go do archery next week uh, because we're just, we're having fun and we're enjoying life and enjoying life together in a way that we never had before. And again, it came down to seeing what the end result was supposed to look like. And then I, and well, that's a whole nother topic of how I maintain that. But that is ultimately how those steps came into play because I knew what my marriage was supposed to look like. So there are steps that I need to take to make sure those, those things happen to maintain that marriage that is not average. So 
if you want to make sure that you are going in the right direction, you want to make sure that you have a vision for your business, for your company, for your projects, specifically individual projects, you have to be able to make it clear and make it easy for your team, for your family, and anyone that you're including to understand what the vision is. Now, when we have that vision, a problem that a lot of us entrepreneurs have is we sometimes don't pay attention to the details. And if that describes you where you are the visionary of your company, a visionary of your family, all that good stuff, but the details are hard, well, that's an area that we can continue working on to, to, to strengthen because just because that doesn't come naturally is not an excuse not to work on the details. A good example of that would be Joseph. He was the dreamer, right? Uh, even, even, oh, here comes the dreamer. But yet, through the experiences and trials, God began to teach him how to be able to manage and, and, um, manage and basically be a, a steward of the details to be able to oversee everything, everything and everyone that he ended up overseeing. And so we have to be able to be willing to take responsibility as a man say, I know my strengths, I know my weaknesses. And if details are not my strength, I need to learn. And one of those principles principles I've found is in Luke 14, 28, where it says, won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? And basically, uh, it's talking about uh, if, if, a, if a builder is going to go build a house, wouldn't you first estimate the cost before you just start putting up two by fours. <laughs> you you got to understand, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I got to lay the foundation. I might need to level the ground first, then build a foundation. And then, and so it's, it's frustrating when we don't take the time to think about those steps. I'm in a place in my life where I have to be five steps ahead of everybody all the time. <laughs> and maybe you can relate to that. And I'm not saying that egotistically at all. It's just a reality. That I have, if, whether it's a client, uh, uh, whatever, whatever it is, and whatever the project is, I have to be thinking five steps ahead of them because I have to look down the road and look at the different obstacles that they are not seeing and be able to call those obstacles out so we can have solutions for them before we ever get there. And so it's, you know, it, you might be in a different area of your life. That's fine. But regardless, we have to be able to count the cost and know, okay, if this is the end result now, strategically, what are the steps that we need to take to get there? So we cannot, so, so we can be in sniper mode rather than shotgun mode, that we can be in proactive mode rather, rather than reactive mode. And this is, this is where it can be hard for some, but this is also where we have to be able to picture it and then figure out the steps. So main takeaway here, guys, is if you have a vision or if you don't have a vision, you need to take that before God and make sure you have extreme clarity and then be able to keep it in front of you plain, write it down. Uh, this is where some people bring in vision boards. Now, I personally am not huge on vision boards, but I totally understand uh, the principle. There's nothing magical or anything. Uh, some people may try, to, uh, the New Agers will try to um, express, but I like the fact that you can have pictures and keep those pictures in front of you. So you remember what you're going for. You remember what the prize is. You, you know what the end result is. And I and it's kind of like Walt Disney. You know, uh, um, there was a story I heard recently that, you know, they finally built uh, Disneyland that Walt Disney never actually got to see the completion of it, right? And someone went to his wife and said, well, isn't it a shame that Walt never got to see this? And she answered and said, oh, he already did. 
And and because Walt Disney saw, he he knew what Disneyland was supposed to look like before it ever went in construction mode to build the place. And I thought, what a great example that is. And, and as, as the man, as the leader that you are, it's important for us to seek God so we have that end result. Because we're supposed to lead our team, lead our families to greatness. And we are not going to do that very well if we have no clue where we're going. Now, if you're, if you're one of those guys right now that you're feeling, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed, I have no idea where I'm going. Or maybe you're one of those guys that say, you know what? No, this resonates with me completely. And I will take my vision before God and I will write it down and I will make it plain. Regardless of what side you fall on, I want to invite you on a journey with us to take a further step inside of the King's Code. Because I believe that as a man, we are called to great things. And he's called each and every one of you to great things. But being called is not enough. You have to make the choice to answer that call and say, I will rise up as a man. I will rise up as a king unto the king of kings. I will embrace what God has for me all the way. And I'm not going to settle for average. I'm not going to settle for second best. I'm going all the way. And so if you'd like to join a, a, a movement and a tribe of men that are taking their walk with God seriously and taking the things that God has put them in charge of seriously and begin to rule and reign in life as a king, a king unto the king of kings, I invite you to check out thekingscodechallenge.com where you can go through and learn the steps and discover each strategy and step that God taught me to get me through very difficult times. And what's the steps that have caused me to maintain the results that he provided a while ago. So I encourage you guys, continue to move forward. And if you're not already a part of our movement, check it out, kingscodechallenge.com. I appreciate you guys listening to this, and I appreciate you subscribing, commenting, leaving reviews. It is greatly appreciated. Stay tuned for the next episode as we continue to dive into the King's Code as we rise up and be the thing that God has called us to be. Until next time, guys, God bless.